You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It is Wednesday, March 7th. 2018. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Got Raj Geary and Mr. Matt Morgan with us as always. How's it going, guys? Great. Good, man. How are you guys? Doing well. Doing well. Going to talk SmackDown Live for March 6th, the go-home show for Fastlane. Uh, This was kind of a different show. Really fast-paced first hour, and then a second hour that was a one-on-one match that turned into a five-man Fatal five-way match, bit of a preview, as they said, for the six-pack challenge we're going to see Sunday at Fastlane. But, Matt, I'll start with you. What did you think of the show overall and that uh, dual pacing that they had between the first and the second hour? I thought it moved along pretty good, actually, the show. Um, I thought they did a good job of uh, painting the picture of why we should, I I underline that word, should be excited about the upcoming pay-per-view. so if I'm looking at it structurally, they did their job as what, they're, what, what they wanted to do as far as setting out their goal of creating excitement. The question is, did they create that excitement by what they went through ahead with? You know what I yeah. mean? I yeah, that last on match. The screen, but, and, and the stuff on the screen is driving me well. I, it's all I'm thinking about now <laughs> when watching the show. It's completely taking me out of everything. Did you guys see somebody um, – I saw it on Twitter – Somebody, uh, they didn't even recut it. They just did the Dusty Rhodes Hard Times promo as if it were done today. And he's just got the words coming up on the That's screen. That's awesome. Yeah. It just, I mean, yeah, I'm with Matt. It just, it makes me feel old watching it. It takes me out of the show. It's it, like, am I not getting this? Or am I just too old and the kids like this stuff? I'm thinking of how, how, how about people, how they'd be able to predict what they're going to say. It's a live show. <laughs> right. It just makes it, it just makes it seem overly scripted i mean you know it's scripted but it just makes it seem like nothing is organic hi the guy hi uh, the guy with a button for the words has the script of the show click that that's what i that's what i get every time i see a word pop up yeah oh yeah i mean uh i think furthermore though i keep i keep thinking about this the wwe is more profitable than ever you're you know a billion dollar company stop with these cell phone shot videos and things that, I mean, people used to rag on impact for production value. I think uh, the production value of these behind-the-scenes promos make Ring of Honor, you know, uh, look like Fox Sports. It's well, here's the, I think there's that. a way to do them because you had Miz doing that cell phone promo. I think it almost all started from the Miz because he did that cell phone promo uh, from his car before Survivor yep. Series, just ripping into Baron Corbin. That was mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, man, you have these guys do them once in a while. 
send it in. If it's awesome, you put it on the, you know, you put it on TV. If it's not, you don't use it. That's it. Just once in a while. Um, But doing it backstage, it just, I agree. It just looks amateurish. It makes, to think that Braun Strowman is standing there with his (laughs) cell phone. That's my example. That's my example. (laughs) Because, and imagine it like this. It's like Braun Strowman is standing there like this. Or with the cell phone. Okay. Which is worse. Okay, so the guy really does do that. We all do in real yeah. life to communicate. Right. Okay, but should we point it out? No. Right. Yeah. When you're making him a monster? No. I don't want to see his selfies of his his abs that he tries to point to in the gym for his you know progression <laughs> shots and stuff. I do, but I'm retired and I'm competing <laughs> on stage. He's a killer. He's a monster. He doesn't have a phone. In my opinion, <laughs> yes, like you know? uh, like uh, again, the Undertaker example. You don't want to see Undertaker tweeting <laughs> or <laughs> taking selfies. It's just it even though me. he probably does, you know, right. take selfies, you don't want me. you don't want that on screen. I'm just waiting for that giant, you know, the Undertaker uh, waiting for the Undertaker iPhone promo in advance WrestleMania. You know, dude, <laughs> Braun, Braun Strowman lives in a cave, comes out. Rips off people's body parts and eats them. Goes back mm-hmm. into his cave. That's my Braun Strowman. He's fresh off of just grabbing a deer, biting into it. <laughs> yes. Goes to the arena. Yep, I agree. And I think at least they could give these guys classes or some tools in how to shoot them or put more care into making them more professional looking. Like give them a, the, a light. You know. Well, it's not them. It's the production. I'm sure it's the production staff holding the phone doing the. That's videos. even worse. Yes. That's even I worse mean, that if you do this and you don't know to toss light up on the guy, you know, or why not get well, some of those GoPro high end GoPro 4Ks? You well, know, they have. Style. They already well, then have it that. Takes the, and it takes yeah. the, 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 the what they're trying to get done. They're, they yeah. think this is um, what's the word I'm looking for? They think not low budget, but they think like using the phone gives it more of a, gri- a gritty yeah. feel to it. Like right, yeah. a, a real feel to it, if you will. Here's what I'm doing if I'm Braun Strowman. I'm taking my phone and saying, I don't know how you do this. Film me now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you have to do it with them. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're trying to give it that cell phone look. They're not trying to give it a – because they got the 4K cameras and everything already, uh, yeah, I know. so they don't well, I'm need saying to... There's a compromise, though. There's, like, a good version of that. There's, like, the best version of the self-shot, you know, that they could fake um, and make it look lo-fi without looking uh, just crappy. I mean, if I were the Fox Sports uh, people and the Fox people thinking about investing in them, I'd be like, really? We're going to put this on broadcast TV? Like, uh, this is what the Fox network is going to show? Well, I'm sure, you know, like uh, – you know, they'll show, like – at NFL, you know, on the NFL mm-hmm. channel, they'll show the backstage locker room videos on, you know, on a cell phone. Mm. That's one thing. There's a way to do it. If you've yeah. got an organic video or someone's legit taking it with their phone, you know, that, that could be cool. If you have someone at a bar, like if you had Seamus and Cesaro at a bar taking a, a video on their cell phones and cutting a realistic promo, that's one thing. But these backstage ones, it's just not, it's not realistic. It's not it's organic. Not. And it just takes it's away. Not. Yeah, and I, it just it makes me feel like you guys were saying it makes me feel old. It makes me feel old because I'm online. And it's like this isn't the stuff that I watch. You know what I mean? When I see these videos online that are shot like that, I, I just skip it. It's like they're never good. You're always waiting way too long for something interesting to happen. Um, yeah. You know, it's like I watch TV because I want to watch TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so last what, night, I'm oh, sorry. What What was the first segment? I was oh yeah, yeah. yeah so the first segment it. last let's night was uh, Charlotte doing a promo face-off yeah. uh, with Ruby Riot. Yeah. And we got more Ruby's motivation. What did you think of that, Matt, and that promo Look, she cut? 
this is a horrible thing of me to say, but there's something about her look that, that bothers me. I, that, I shouldn't say bothers me. That makes me sound so shallow. Um, but first of all, money promo by her. I thought she killed her promo. Um, I believe. Ruby? Yeah, I loved her promo about talking about Charlotte being gifted and handed things and, you know, this and that. I, I, I felt it as obviously scripted to me. It didn't come across that way. She sounded more authentic behind those words a little bit. Watch her facials, her body language. It didn't look like she had it completely memorized in a good way, I mean. All right. Go, go back and watch it and think about this. To me, she, she didn't botch it or anything, but she, it felt like she was reading a story in class. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, where she was putting the emphasis and everything. It was just very like she was reading it. And she, I'm, I, I, I don't mean it. And I don't mean it like, obviously, it, it is something scripted and she d- does have to memorize it. But it doesn't come across as uh, like she, to me, at least, it didn't come across as like she feels it. It was just something that she's reading. Whereas Charlotte seems a lot more like, like she had passion and, and you know, realistic. I don't know. Just to me, Ruby Riot. When she's standing there and you know cutting this promo with Charlotte, she just come, doesn't come across as in Charlotte's league yet, and it just you see the disparity in terms of star power, and um, and that's not all her fault. She was pushed in way too quick. Um, you know the the riot squad is really nothing, um, and so it, it just comes across as there's a big despair, you know, disparity between Charlotte and Ruby Riot. So I just. Uh, you're on okay. mute there. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I did just because you would say agree to disagree. I thought this was <laughs> she did a better job than Charlotte. Charlotte did in this one. This was much better than Charlotte. Charlotte, if anything, went a little bit too cocky for him for my liking. She's hmm. very heelish. We but... we can't relate to somebody who has. She's correct. The weight of the world on her shoulders. I get it. But guess what? The majority of the people watching that in the arena, they don't have the weight of the world on their shoulders, so they don't get it. They can't relate to that. They can't relate to being the, the, the father, uh, the daughter of Ric Flair, you know? Yeah, I'm not talking about the words that they're given, but just how they... Um, That's how what they I'm saying. I, I thought she did a good job with it, honestly. I really did. I preferred what she did. What was it, a month ago when she talked about, you know, I've always been around uh, girls like you, and this is where I'm coming from. I thought... The, my one critique is, Matt, I, th- I liked her posturing out there and I liked her delivery, but I felt like she was trying a little too hard to put Charlotte over while at the same time giving her point of view. Uh, when she was saying the dates, you know, on this date, when you became the SmackDown Women's Champion, the first mm-hmm. woman to be the NXT, mm-hmm. the Divas, mm-hmm. the Raw, and the SmackDown Women's Champion. When she yep. was doing that, it was kind of like, I want to know more about where Ruby's coming from and less about Ruby trying to knock Charlotte off her head. Heel promo 101. Yeah. You put your face over and then you shut them down. Yeah. People don't do it enough nowadays, so you don't recognize it. Now, in today's wrestling, all you do is shit on your opponent. And I never <laughs> understood it because guess what? If you shit on your opponent in a promo and you beat them, who would you beat? Your yeah. job is to build them up and pull that carpet out at the right time. You can argue she didn't do that. I would agree with you. But I, there's nothing wrong with her listing her achievements, especially where, oh, she yeah. was go- where she was going with it. By saying basically you're the face of this women's revolution is what everyone says. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I think uh, the more interesting thing, you know, Matt, to what you talked about in terms of her look, you know, I've described it before as unconventional, unconventional for the WWE. She does not look like the other no. women 
um, on the roster. And I, I would have taken that approach of saying, like, trying to redefine what a women's wrestler is supposed to be. And that, and I liked when she talked about that with Charlotte, the uh, bleached blonde, that whole thing. I thought that was great. I mm -hmm. would have liked to have seen her go more along those lines. Um, yeah. But either way, I mean, do you guys think there's a chance in hell Ruby's winning at Fastlane on Sunday? Not, not one chance. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean Ruby versus Oscar at WrestleMania, Charlotte versus Oscar. You know, I think there's a there's like a a world of difference in those two. And you know, to Matt's point, Ruby, I don't know her look kind of reminds me of Paige a little bit, but Paige just Ruby's just missing something that that uh, I don't know makes her her own and gives her that star quality, in my opinion. She's still <clears> not <throat> there. Oh God, yeah, she's still yeah. not there in that in that manner. She's not there at all. She's got a yeah. while to go. But she grew on me. I, that's, I can leave it at that, I thought. Yeah. Um, so that segment, weird ending. They've, do, they've been doing this a lot, but last night it was the most obvious, where Bobby Roode came out, and it seemed like, what, Bobby Roode's interrupting this face-off here? And no, they're just doing the overlapping segments, um, which SmackDown has done one or two of these each week. What do you guys think of that style as far as presentation goes? I mean, I described it on Twitter. It's like SNL saying, we don't have an ending for the skit. Send the next cast out there. Um, it just seemed very abrupt to me. I didn't like her. What's the deal with Charlotte? I know they're a mixed tag team and stuff yeah. like that. What was up with her crush on him, though? Yeah, yeah. she was uh, ogling him for That's like three her. minutes in the ring. She's yeah. a badass athlete. She's your one true, legitimate you know, athlete, former stud college uh, middle hitter for volleyball. She's a stud athlete. You do not make her pull that crap. She doesn't, she shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, I agree. And it's weird presentation. Or and and like I, th that. I think when you just have them come out like that, it makes you forget everything that just happened. You know, yeah. like it, 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 it didn't stick with me as I, soon as Bobby Roode came out. I, I wanted to know what the, what the connection was. That's what I kept thinking. I don't What's think other, other than their Tag team partners and mixed match challenge. Yeah, it's like there's nothing date? at all. Are they going to date? That was my next. Episode. I don't know. After where Alexa and Braun were going last night, I mean, it's gonna, it's good. Look, it's gonna be Charlotte and Bobby and Alexa and Braun in the finals of the mixed match challenge. So expect that storyline any day now. With, uh, They're not going to do a storyline with them. With Charlotte it, and Bobby. They, yeah, they just. Well, I don't know about Charlotte and Bobby, but. With Alexa and Braun, that's just something they're doing for Mixed Match Challenge. No, that's what I'm saying. The storyline in the Mixed Match Challenge. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, okay. they'll, they'll, so they'll have, like, evenness to yeah. it. Um, man, that was something last night. Uh, Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal. Bobby Roode on commentary. Jinder Mahal won this after Bobby Roode interfered. All I could keep thinking uh, with Randy getting pinned, Raj, is that based on your prediction system, Randy's winning the title on Sunday. <coughs> It's weird because you would think he's beating Mahal for the title. Like, why yeah. have the guy who's challenging for the title lose on the show before a pay-per-view? Because Jinder's going to interrupt Sunday and cost Bobby the title. Yeah, it's been weird how strong they've been putting over Jinder when he's not in this Good. match. It almost Good. made it seem like uh, they're building to a WrestleMania three-way with these guys is, is kind of what Good. it looks like. Yeah. Granted, granted, okay, granted a one-on-one -on -one match would be better, but... I've been obviously uh, uh, very pro gender, so I guess you can't even my you can't even really use my opinion anymore going forward with gender. I got to be honest with everybody. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was deja vu with gender using the uh, kalas after a distraction, which was pretty much the the finish to every title defense he had when he mm -hmm. when he was world champ last year. But, you know, it was it's it's interesting. I don't know if it, this is something where they add gender to the match, like 
you know, on Twitter, how they'll, they'll do match changes yeah. Yeah. or, um, or it's something for after we'll see. Well, that promo he cut online talking about how he wants these guys, you know, the U S title in his sights makes me think if they're not adding it Sunday, that it's going to happen to mania. So yeah. that's what we'll I was see. thinking. Yeah. Um, that's better for him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, or, at least a, or at least a run in that mania. Yeah. yeah. So this was weird last night. Sammy and Kevin backstage. Uh, Kevin asking Sammy to reiterate that he will uh, lay down for him at Fastlane. <laughs> <laughs> Which that combined with how the five the five way ended. I mean, when, when they had that promo last night, it just kind of screamed to me like something's going to get screwed up in this, and that's how AJ is going to retain. Because uh, Sammy's going to have second thoughts, or there's going to be hesitation, or going to happen to botch it. But uh, no, yeah, it's the, the small package deal that we've talked about. Yeah, he he lays down for Owens, and Owens comes in, and he he small packages him. Yeah, you something know, they, they telegraphed that, but then they did the ending here, which made no, you know, the ending tonight, <sighs> no sense, made no sense. As far Less as the no sense, and we'll why get... would you screw over uh, Kevin here as opposed to doing it on Sunday when you can win the title? Why why uh, like show your cards? Yeah. Yeah, good question. I mean, it was, it was a it was a fun ending. It it can't you know it did surprise me, but it just when you think about it logically, it didn't make much sense. Mm-hmm. Um, that video package last night for the New Day versus the Usos for Fastlane. I don't know what you guys thought. I, I well thought that done. was one of the yeah one of yeah. the best promo videos they've done in a while. Yeah, it makes it feel like a big deal. I feel like this is their biggest tag match, and they should do something with it for Mania. The Bludgeon Brothers added to it. It just doesn't do it. For I mean, Mania? Yeah. Is that definite? No, but I'm sure they're doing something with the Bludgeon Brothers. I mean, that seems to be the direction that they're going. Whether it's Bludgeon Brothers and the Usos or a three-way or... I just... I don't mean any disrespect to the Bludgeon Brothers, but, like, they haven't earned that. I mean, I know they haven't prior incarnations of themselves, I'm, I'm saying, but to get a Mania match... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It should, especially in the tag team division, which is an afterthought a lot of the time. Well, here's two tag teams that have been your damn division on SmackDown for God knows how long, and Raw before that to a degree with New Day. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You reward that. You give them their own match. You know what I mean? You don't throw another team in there because just because. I don't know. Yeah, and you put it on the main card, right? The Usos have never been Definitely. on the main card. I hope they do because it, it really will be a good match. Like, yeah. I want to see that match. No, for yep. sure. Usos are on, on fire right now. I think they're the best tag team in the business. Um, yeah, at least in WWE, for sure. Definitely WWE, yeah. Um, backstage, well, okay, so Corbin cut that promo on John Cena on his yeah. cell phone. I had the words flying up, right? Yeah, yes. gonna... that took me out of it the most. Yeah. Beat his eyes shut so Cena won't be able to see him. <laughs> so Cena won't be able to see him when he's pointing at the WrestleMania 34 banner. When now, I'm pointing at which the popped sign. up, which popped up yeah. by the way, the yeah. banner, and you can't see me popped up as well. Yeah. Come on, I'd rather you know, but I'd rather take those cell phone promos than the the words popping up. But when you combine those two, it's God, it just kills me. <sighs> promos talking about how they're going to point at the sign, like mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's it's getting bad, folks. Uh, so this was delightful last night and that's the only word i can use for it uh roof seven eight in english backstage with shinsuke nakamura setting up a match between <laughs> rusev and shinsuke 
at Fastlane with Shinsuke saying he's going to be Nakamura Day. I thought in those few words, this was perhaps my favorite promo that Shinsuke has ever done. <laughs> it might be one of his best for sure. It was so he, so money, and he's he actually sounded right as well. You know his voice. Yeah, he, he did it well. Like that's one of the things. If I was one of the writers and I saw it in the script, I'd be like, "We got to take this out." You know, I don't think Nakamura could do it, but he did it. He was he was awesome. He did yeah. that. He did that great. And then even Rusev's punchline at the end: "You can't just make up your own holiday, bro." <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, oh. Rusev, Rusev's gold. I, I wish they'd give him uh, more of a chance to fly. Yeah, this will be good. This will be good for Sunday. I'm, I'm glad they added this match. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, Carmella versus Becky Lynch last night. We got a one-on-one -on -one women's match. And uh, between that and uh, the promo after, I counted three women's segments last night on SmackDown. I felt like I was in an alternate universe. Real quick, um, someone pointing out that the that promo was bad until the Nakamura day bit. I actually agree with that. I thought before that. It, yeah, because Nakamura talking is never going to be a positive. Well, it's it wasn't just, just him. It was, it was mostly Aiden English before that. And it just... Uh, what did he do? so bad. Uh, it was just... It was... Uh, God, what was he saying? I already forget. He was... He uh, talked for like 10 seconds, 15 seconds. Yeah, it was very short. And, yeah. and I think a, a good ending overshadows all that came before. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Yes. The nuts um, and bolts of that was the, yeah, the second half of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, go ahead. So go ahead. Carmella versus Becky last night. So Carmella came out. Carmella's first singles match since october uh god no women ringside i mean this this was so unique for smackdown live she, she looked she looked great she looked killer i was upset they missed her her version of uh, a drive-by with her knee mm. but they went back to it on the replay um she did it she was aggressive as hell i love that the announcers were putting that over because one of my things with carmella has always been they put the perception they being the company one of these in-ring, like she's a, she's a women's wrestler, but she's not one of these in-ring technicians, you know, yeah. like a Natty or some of these other ones, right? Or even, you know, uh, um, what's her name, who she wrestled against last night, um, for that matter. But she she is. She, she's improved immensely. Um, and more importantly, she was, for a heel, guys, it's very important to switch gears in your heat, meaning you just don't start kicking the guy in the corner, kicking the guy in the corner, take him out, body slam him, one, two, he kicks out, did it. That's a boring match. Your job is to is to switch gears. Cardenga was the best in the world at that. So was Eddie Guerrero. And what that is is you got to turn the excitement up, what we call a hope spot, and cut the baby face off right at the right time. So it gets the fans a little bit on this ride. And during the heat, it's not exactly easy to do that, especially for a new heel. So she's come a very long way, very long way with what I watched with her last night from a wrestler's standpoint. Yeah. I think, I think she's got that star look too, and she carries herself like a star. And she can be something. I think she's a little underutilized, but um, she is underutilized. Yep. I'm actually really surprised they didn't have her win last night to set this up Me as too. more of a feud and reestablish that she's a threat with the Money in the Bank right. briefcase. Right. Unless that's the thing, because you, you notice a lot of times before someone does a cash in, they lose all the time, and it's almost like <laughs> to make you forget that they're going to cash in. Yeah. Or that even if they do, they may not win. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. true. Even the guys they did that with, for the most yeah. part. She's Even Rollins, before he cashed in, oh, yeah. he lost to Orton earlier that night. He's he was losing before that. Um, yeah, so that is that could be it. But this led to uh, they're doing uh, Natalia and Carmella versus Becky Lynch and Naomi at Fastlane this Sunday. And Natalia said she's going to challenge the winner of Charlotte versus uh, Ruby Wright. Yeah, 
No, that backstage promo was horrible. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a the tag team match. And I think that's a red herring. <clears throat> horrible. Well, she'll challenge them for the championship on SmackDown. Like it won't be a mania. No, no, I think Natalia probably takes the fall. Like oh, this is yeah, just yeah. to throw people off. And I think I still think Oscar, she doesn't come out, you know, come out on that fast lane. She will on SmackDown. Yeah. yeah uh, oh yeah, we forgot to mention it's gonna be. What's up? You said she was coming out on SmackDown. No, I said Fastlane. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I said I, th- I think she'll come out this Sunday uh, after after the match is over. But it could, you know, could be SmackDown. Um, one thing we forgot to mention is going to be Rusev versus Nakamura this Sunday, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Naomi backstage with Natalia. So, Matt, you didn't like the promo? You didn't like the name one of your friends that's not a cat? One of my that, that part was a good line, but like <laughs> Natalia, again, a, a really near dear friend. I hate saying these things, but this is what you guys pay me to do. Um, it wasn't good. She wasn't strong here. Her promos are, are in this instance wasn't very natural. She's playing this bad girl in the heel in this in this in this heel promo she was cutting tonight. She can yeah. be much more natural than that. So I I, it's, I I don't know what to think of it except that I wasn't buying it. Someone, uh, Black Bolt in the chat mentioning to turn Becky Lynch heel and have her help Carmella become champ and in exchange turn, turn Natalia face because she's, uh, she's not that good a, as a heel. I think I kind of like better that. Legs. That has I better legs. It gives Becky something. It it's, mm-hmm. gives her a spark. Natalia, she's, you just, when you see her, she just seems so nice. She's she hard is. to boo. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> just, is. it's hard to hate her. And, you know, part of that job as a heel is to hate them. And people they, forget Becky was a heel in NXT helping Sasha. Yeah. Like three years they, ago. I think yeah. Becky and Carmella, they're different enough that they uh, are that it could work. It would be one of those opposites of uh, I don't know. Attract. Opposite. Yeah. 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 Um so they talked about the international events again, uh the uh Royal Rumble that's gonna be happening in Saudi Arabia. Um mm-hmm. and after that Okay, so this entire second hour, this was a bold move on their part. Um, mm-hmm. Started with AJ coming out, cutting a promo, mm-hmm. then having me interrupted by Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler <laughs> coming out, uh, giving his point of view. Ziggler calling AJ Styles kid. AJ Styles is three oh. years older than Dolph Ziggler. Um, I didn't like that. I hated that. <laughs> setting up a one-on-one match between them that went on for a good amount of time. I mean, almost. 20, 20 plus minutes uh, when all was said and done. <clears throat> they get attacked by Sammy and Kevin. Shane McMahon comes out, says, no, I'm not turning it into a tag match. And I'm adding Baron Corbin, so it's going to be a fatal five-way every man for himself. AJ which, was, which was the Fastlane main event as of last originally, week. Originally, yes. yes. Um, and they kept saying it's a preview, it's a preview <laughs> Sunday night. So yeah, it's five-sixths of what you're going to see Sunday night. AJ Styles versus Baron Corbin versus Dolph Ziggler versus Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Um, ended with Sami turning on Kevin, giving him a haluba kick, and then going in for the pin. Afterwards, cutting a promo saying, and I'm paraphrasing here, but that, you know, with nothing on the line, this was, you know, a chance for him to prove he was the best. Again, makes no sense. Um, Glenn, real quick, you're forgetting yes. the best part of the show. Hmm. The camera guy outside. That oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fell on the snow. They showed a clip of a uh, camera guy in Green Bay, Wisconsin, uh, slipping on the ice, trying to yeah. set up a shot. Yeah. So that was that was well, one of the highlights of the show. But uh, <laughs> let's continue. Wait, when was the last time AJ won on SmackDown? Does anyone have that? I'm not talking about pay per view, but uh, when's the last time AJ won a match? If, I, 
couldn't tell you. If anyone in the chat knows, let us know, because I cannot think of the last time he's won. Just type in AJ Styles wins on SmackDown, and it should come up on YouTube. <laughs> His title win over Jinder Mahal. Yeah, when he uh, beat James Ellsworth. That might be right. Yeah, probably the win over Jinder. Um, you would hope there would be at least been one, because that was when he won the title, and that was back in October. And he's the WWE champion. Did he, did he beat Randy on SmackDown TV ever lately? Oh, he won Corbin, uh, beat Corbin a couple weeks ago. Someone in the chat saying. Uh, good job, chat room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Diego yeah. is saying. Good job, Diego. Um, yeah, man. Last night, that match with him and Dolph was good, but. Did, it, did any of you guys think this was going to go like 45 minutes? God, no. No. Because no. they had nothing else. And it, this match was starting at, you know, 9.15. So I, that's what I was worried about. I was like, man, if they're trying to do another long match like they did with the Raw Gauntlet, but with AJ and Ziggler, this is going to be a long night. Yeah, but you always complain that there's not enough time left. You can always predict the finish, right? Right. So that's why I thought this was going 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that good? I don't know. Yeah, so that was, I mean, it was good that it changed. I, I, I was worried that it was going to be this match for the rest of the show. Here's my thing with the, let's first go through the promo. Yeah. Um, Love Dolph. I'm so frustrated that with his frustration, you know what I mean, with how badly they've treated him over the years and what he's had to endure. As no question about it, before this new flock of talent came, that dude was the best in ring competitor on either brand. In my opinion, for my money, if I'm paying to watch a performer, I love once that bell rings, Dolph was my guy, especially as a heel. Um, best bump and feeder heel there is. Bobby is as well, but you won't know that right now, WWE Universe, because they're idiotic. But <laughs> um, back to this. I don't like him calling AJ kid. Um, there's a lot of things in there that, 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 that didn't need to be done. And again, it's like you said, like he's older than you, first of all, but the thought process behind that is, Oh, it's because you haven't been in WWE. Let me explain something to you. Daniel Bryan, CM Punk and AJ Styles and Samoa Joe, they get passes for not going to WWE. It wasn't on them. It was on crappy WWE management at the time that didn't see star power in these guys enough to where they finally woke up just you know years back and gave Punk the first uh, you know real legit try, and he's he was the first one to prove them all wrong. And since then, there's been a parade of other talents, the Seth Rollins, all these other guys that would never have gotten hired back in my day because they were not they were not big jacked up on steroids, you know. So again, I, I, it's not AJ's fault. So you don't call him kid because he wasn't in WWE for 16 years or whatever the hell you want to call it, especially when he's better than you, Dolph. Hate to break it to you. Yeah, I just can't care about Dolph right now. He, he's just been in that position for so long that um, I, I just can't get into him. I, I feel like he needs, a, I don't know, a valet or, or something, some spark, and not, not turning him face, not turning him heel, whether it's you know, a heater or something, but he's just been in that position for so long that I just it should. It, he needs care. a year off. He, I hate to say it. He needs a year away from TV. Mm. He needs a lot of time away from that TV because they just flippantly put him on irresponsibly. Yeah. And you can't do that and then expect us to take him serious. As great of a competitor in talent, in ring talent, he is. He's awesome, you know? And he's a friend, but I didn't like that. I didn't like that line. It took me out of it because I'm going, you would never call him kid. He's better than you. <laughs> he's worked longer than you, technically. I don't yeah. give a crap if it's a bingo holes and independent companies. He's yeah. earned. He's a, he's a different person. He's not. AJ's different. He's on a different level. You don't treat him like indie-rific 
uh, uh, in. Okay, <laughs> he's different. Yeah, and and again, it, it probably wasn't. I mean, it wasn't Dolph that scripted that. That's what was oh, given to it him. Was. You think I so? We, I know he called him kid on purpose. I oh, know okay, no, but I meant the <laughs> the stuff about him not doing anything in WWE. Oh, those no, are no, such that's been, definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think Dolph was his hottest. Uh, he seemed like the biggest star when he had AJ Lee and Big E by his side. Mm. Um, Is, did he cash in then? That was when he cashed in. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, I was flipping around. I flipped out as a fan watching that. You know. Yeah. So I, don't know, I think he put someone with him, give him something because yeah. Is that gonna is that gonna be enough? I, I don't know. I just need mm-hmm. he needs time away desperately. Yeah, so he was Baron, off TV for like two months though. Like they, yeah, they it, was, it was like five weeks. <laughs> but you know, yeah, and you know, Baron Corbin and, and Dolph Ziggler are doing a ton of media this week to promote oh. Fastlane. And Ziggler said that I don't know how much of this is a work or if it's a shoot, but he said that he wanted to be gone for six months to a year with that angle at Clash of Champions. I believe that. And then they called him a month later for the Royal Rumble. So I believe it. Take 100%. it for what it's worth. But that's he, he's claiming that he wanted to be gone a long time. And they kept running the quicker, uh, cricket wireless commercial during that time. So it was really yes. like he was never gone. <laughs> no, that's something to be said. You're right. You got, you got to be out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I man. Film another cricket commercial. That thing has been running for... <laughs> Forever, good God! No, actually, you know what, guys? It's only been like six months. No, yeah, has it? Yeah. Well, that's a long time. <laughs> well, but not like that Skittles box commercial that you see every week. That's like five years old, six years old. Yeah, but you can um, fast forward that. Like yeah, this those, is the, kind of in in with the show. <laughs> you see the Cricket Wires commercial? <laughs> you stop! Like, God damn it, Dolph, you fooled me again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think the show's back on. On fire. Yeah, bring the fire girl to SmackDown. Make her Dolph's valet. Problem yeah. solved. Fixes yeah. everything. Um, as the five way last night, man, I just felt like they're ruining Sunday in that fast lane main event. No, I think I agree. The match last night, I mean, how long, how long do you think the six pack is going to go Sunday night? You think it's going to be longer than last night's? I mean, they'll take the That's full That's a good hour. question. That's a great question. It's going to have to be, right? <laughs> it will be. Yeah, it has not to be because they don't have that many matches, right? Yeah. I mean, and, and not that many we want to give too much time to. I mean, really, it's it's. This Charlotte Ruby Riot, uh, Bobby Roode versus Randy Orton, Usos versus New Day could go long. I don't see Nakamura versus Rusev going long, and then you got Carmella and Natalia versus Naomi and Becky Lynch. So you got six matches. One will probably be announced before that. But what did you think of AJ's promo, guys? Gosh, oh, last I'm night, I'm forgetting it. That's what I, that's my point. Yeah, there was a lot yeah. going on in that segment. Yeah, and he, he took a long way to get to his point. I felt like he kept kind of going on and on and on. And what was on it? What, did he, what was his point? What it, it was before Dolph came out. It was you know his promo was about John Cena. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's you know that's pretty much what he had said earlier in the day on a radio show where he said that um, he doesn't want it to be a triple threat. He wants Nakamura one on one. I like so, that. I like that he pulled the fans too, uh, booing Cena being put as part of the equation. Yeah. And that they do because it makes Nakamura look like a bigger star by proxy. Instead yeah. of people, instead of me and you knowing better and realize, okay, they're booing because they don't want Cena to be part of anything because they don't like John, okay. But but to the average person, it makes Nakamura look like a bigger star because they're saying, wait a minute, they're booing John Cena being part of this because wow, everyone must really like this Nakamura guy. So for him versus AJ to be the marquee match, yeah, I, I thought so. 
I agree. And it just made the fan, it just showed the people at home that the fans want to see Nakamura versus AJ. You know, yep. like that's, that's a big deal to him. And Cena, the biggest star in the company, ruins that match. Yeah. No, yeah, totally. <clears throat> Man, and just that was so long last night. I mean, that whole second hour, I loved the pacing of the first hour. I wish they did that every yeah. week. But yeah. as we learned last night, they have very little left if they do that every week in the first hour. Yeah, the second hour was pretty much this whole AJ Dolph right. and then leading to the, the, the fatal five-way. I'm a big AJ, besides a friend, you know what I mean, just saying as a fan perspective, I'm a fan of AJ. So, like, anything he's on, I generally, I usually really like. So, I yeah. was cool with 45 minutes of AJ Styles, wherever long it was. Yeah. Oh, his matches are great. I just think uh, they need to give him, I think him and Nakamura is going to be great, but we're a month out from WrestleMania. They've barely built that match. Well, they'll, they'll tonight, start the hard push next week. Yeah. I mean, but, they talked about it. Yeah. yeah, I mean they. I mean they. I mean they got a pay per view to build. They just got to drop this pay per view, and so next year, hopefully, that's no March pay per view next year. Yeah, just yes. Elimination right. chamber in the middle. Royal Rumble elimination chamber mania. That's it. Get more yeah. weeks to push towards this. Yeah. Um, and you know what? The other thing you need to remember is how much could you really do because they're both baby faces. So mm. you can't be having run ins in each other's matches like a normal heel would be able to be allowed to do. Right, yeah. to cheat and set up and screw AJ over from a win or what whatnot. It's all going to be promos, and Nakamura is not really strong with promos. You got to right. be careful with how you put him out there. Yeah, Matt, so you remember back in the day, like good. Yeah, you remember back in the day, like the Hogan Ultimate Warrior build, and that was all they did was those promos. And Warriors got goofier and goofier every week. Yes, it's like Hawk Hogan and snorting into the camera and. All it was like, place. yeah, whereas with a heel and a baby face, you could do a lot more. More freedoms. Yeah. yeah. Um, after that, last night, Mixed Match Challenge, Braun and Alexa took real, on. Real quick, so yeah. we got to do the ending of that match. That was kind oh. of a big deal. Yeah, as we mentioned earlier, <laughs> Sami Zayn turned on Kevin Owens briefly. Kaluva maybe kick. not for good. Haluva kick, pin, and then said he did this to prove he was the best. So yeah, they kind of blew like a surprise, a big surprise that to use at Fastlane. Well, because they weren't going to put the belt on Sammy Sunday. No, you, you still do it. Bad. He turns yeah. on him, but he still doesn't win. But yeah, at least it's a cool surprise in the match. Yeah, we'll see how they get their way out of it. Um, I'm assuming Cammy, ver- uh, Kevin versus Sammy at Mania is where they're building towards. That's what it seems like. It'll be a good match. Can't say it won't be. Be great. It always is. I, I wonder how Shane fits in. If, if is he going to be the special ref? Is special he in ref. It at all? Maybe special ref if he's in it. That's, at all. Is Daniel Bryan going to be involved? I no, mean, that's Daniel been Bryan the storyline for the last eight months. You would think no do Daniel something. Bryan in sight last night. No, nope. you know? not even pretending he was on the phone. You know, that's good. If he got nothing new, then why have him on? Yeah. Um, mixed match challenge last night. Alexa Bliss, Braun Strowman against Jimmy Uso and Naomi. Lex and Braun won. Matt, what did you think of this match? What do you think of that pairing? This alternate universe Braun we're seeing. I don't. I don't get paid to talk about mixed match challenge. <laughs> no, um, I, I don't. I didn't watch it, so I don't oh. care about. Yeah. I don't care about any of it. It would just shatter your illusion of Braun Strowman and who but he see, is. I saw the promo, you know, on yeah. SmackDown for that. I didn't like it. It was entertaining. I just, I just think it's. And again, they treat Mixed Match Challenge like a separate universe. What kind of what happens there stays there. 
Um, except with Charlotte and Bobby Roode. So <laughs> I don't know. Just don't show it on any of your main shows, though. Like they showed that on SmackDown of 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 what's her name using his tagline to come get these hands and oh. that, that cute crap don't work with me for for, for oh, LeBron. It was tons of cute crap last night, Matt. Little little glances they were shooting each other. This whole sequence with him catching her. Yeah, Alexa got knocked off the apron, landed on him, and he was kind of enjoying it. Oh, jeez, that kind of stuff. It was. I mean, the match was fun. It wasn't boring. Uh, Braun is just Braun is one of those wrestlers. He's just easy to watch because you know it's he's not going to do anything technical or anything, but it's just you know it's just fun seeing him dest- destroy stuff and him you know putting Jimmy Uso through a table and and Alexa mm-hmm. getting the pin. That, it was, that whole promo with Naomi talking about you know my husband's not afraid of Braun and Jimmy's in the background <laughs> like ducking. That was cute. I like yeah. that. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. The the mixed match challenge promos, they're they're pretty redundant. It's just taking the other team's catchphrases and kind of turning it against them. I don't I can I'm I'm excited for this thing to be over, but um <laughs> the numbers were up last night. It peaked at 88.5 thousand viewers. Yeah, you Braun. know what? The the last one that Braun was on was one of the lowest. It was the second lowest. So Oh, wow. Yeah, there's almost no rhyme or reason sometimes with these mixed match challenge numbers, but 88, almost 89,000 live viewers. Yeah. And then uh, after that 205 Live, which I did not watch, but I heard it was fantastic last night. It was really good. Mustafa Ali, it seems like they're they're giving him a strong push. Um, uh, the Mark Andrews was in the opener. He lost to Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak's kind of dropped all the PowerPoint stuff. He said, yes, he said he has not opened Microsoft Office for the past month. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's a very wrestling-oriented show. Uh, I thought Mark, uh, I thought Gulak versus Mark Andrews was good. It wasn't as good as some of the other matches in this tournament. But then I thought Mustafa Ali and Buddy Murphy was, uh, was really strong. And uh, Mustafa Ali cut a cool promo beforehand. They did one of those selfie things, but it was outside. So it looked, again, it looked more organic as opposed to the ones that they're doing backstage. And uh, his, it didn't seem as scripted, so I thought that was cool. Uh, they did the weigh-ins with Buddy Murphy, who weighed in like 196 or 197. I don't know how that's possible. That dude is huge. But, um, yeah, cool match. Mustafa Ali getting the win. They also had a tag match with Hideo Tommy and Akiro Tozawa uh, getting the win over. I'm, I'm forgetting who they got the win over. But, uh, yeah, so they're, that, le- that looks like it's leading to the Cruiserweight Tag Team titles that they'll be introducing after WrestleMania. Yeah. So that's, uh, you know, for the most part, I hate WWE adding more titles, but the cruiserweight division, I think if you're bringing in all these guys and there's just one belt, uh, it could probably use it. So yeah, they'll be introducing cruiserweight tag team titles and it looks like Hideo and Tommy and Akira Tozawa are one of the teams for it. And I'm guessing Grand Metalik and Kalisto. Hmm. Yeah. So they're keeping 205 live. I think that's the, the read between the lines on this. I mean, is yeah. that it's not going away. And the usual crowd was dead, but the wrestling, uh, the show was strong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got to move it to full sale. I get, you know, that could happen after Mania. I could see that maybe if they can justify yeah. it as a cost cutting decision. I wouldn't think it. No, that's adding costs. I'm thinking that that's why they to don't do one do a month. That. Yeah, that's it, because they they don't really have to pay anything right now. It's just well, you pay an extra to... hour of crew time and got to change those ropes. The crew doesn't charge by the hour and, you know. <laughs> adding tape to the ropes doesn't add too much um 
Purple duct tape, it's man. Cheap. That's you know, you don't have cheap. to deal with moving all that stuff around. It's it's just taping it, taping it there. I think the first thing I'd try is try just doing it before the show, see if the crowds are hotter and if it helps. And if it doesn't, then look at you know moving it. I think full sale would be a lot better overall, but because of costs and they're trying to uh, watch that, uh, at least do it before. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Uh, Alberto El Patron, Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. Meeting with the WWE. What's the, what's up with that, Raj? Yeah, apparently it was. Um, hold on, let me see exactly what happened. It was for a DVD. Um, yeah, they're doing a project on Rey Mysterio, so he was there to film some material there. He did like an interview for the DVD, but I guess he met with Vince McMahon. You know, Vince has always been high on Alberto. Um, he he wanted him back last time. Uh, he was the one, one responsible for bringing him back. Um, so who knows? His uh, his deal with Impact is set to expire next month. Uh, you know they want to renew. Alberto hated the schedule last time with WWE and ha- hated how he was being used. I don't mm. I don't know if they'd give him a more favorable deal with the level of star that he is. Um, no. Yeah. He's not working on a Jericho type of schedule. I, I love him to death, but he's not on that on that level. Exactly. So, if anything, it uh, it should help his uh, negotiate ne- negotiating power with with Impact, whatever I mean. Um, I was gonna say unless Impact, you know, robs a bank, I don't know where they're getting <laughs> from. But. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Trust me, they're gonna give that dude <laughs> as much as they can afford to give him. Right. Yeah, and and and, and a box of envelopes. <laughs> and some stamps. He gets. He a can coke. bring his. He can bring mail there, and they'll 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 send it out for him. A coke, a coke, and a smile. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hate ragging on Impact, but man, I uh, worked there. I love that place. I know. I'm saying. I hate. I just hate seeing how far they've fallen. How how close they were to being something of a number two to where it is now. It's just a different place than where it was. That's yeah. all. Different people run it and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, what's up, Raj, with Cena's upcoming schedule? So last week's SmackDown is the last SmackDown that Cena was scheduled to be on. So out, after Fastlane, he's all Raw uh, until WrestleMania. Then he's pretty much gone after Mania. He's on the Raw after Mania. Um, so does that tip off? He won't be winning this match and be part of that three-way. <laughs> I think it does. Right? So, yeah, it's not going to be a three-way. And yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed uh, – but Cena, when he was pointing at the WrestleMania sign on uh, on Monday, he did the Undertaker. He was doing this, so oh. clearly still. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he was crossing his fingers. Him. I thought you were going to say he was crossing his fingers behind his back with his other hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just kidding. That's sweet. <laughs> so yeah, so Cena is just uh, Raw live events and uh, Raw until until WrestleMania. So. There you go. Brock Lesnar, he's not on the go-home show for uh, for WrestleMania. So he's his uh, schedule's almost done. He's got a few live events. He's got a he's, this coming Monday's Raw and the Raw after that. And I, maybe one more and that's it. You think he's done or you think he's going to re-up? <sighs> I don't I know. I think he'll re-up. He'll re-up. I just think UFC is going to offer a, offer him a great deal because they really for need him. one fight. Mm-hmm. And, and I, don't, I don't think Vince is going to let him do a fight under WWE contract like he did last time. Mm. Think After, of Mania. Because that turned into a disaster. 
You think a mania salty Brock just walks out, hands Roman the belt, turns around and goes back to catering? No, he's, <laughs> he's like, a pro. <laughs> <laughs> he'll do he'll do it. He'll do the job right. But yeah. <clears throat> yeah, man. It'd be an interesting landscape post-mania to see uh if we're gonna get another we're gonna get a superstar shakeup this year, you think not a draft? I think so. Yeah. Um the, the 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 problem is once SmackDown has been uh, relegated to being the B show, and we've seen this in the past, all the drafts would actually keep making Raw stronger as opposed to <laughs> helping SmackDown out. And uh, I, you know, so I wouldn't hold your breath on them making SmackDown stronger. Yeah, man. Although you think they'd want to prop it up with the TV rights being on the line, you'd think they'd, they'd want to prop it up more. They do it every year. Every time there's a shakeup, they do that. They try to say that that's what they're trying to do. And SmackDown yeah. actually does look pretty decent at the very beginning, right? Mm-hmm. And then what always happens? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's more on the creative side. And we saw last night. Like, I mean, look at those five guys in the in the last hour last night. All really talented. Yes, even Baron Corbin. It's just wait, wait. They... Com- yeah, but compare the talent in that match to the talent I know. gauntlet match. The you know, I know. gauntlet match at seven. Um, and it, but part of that's because they're apart. not scripting them to keep elevating them. They're not giving them storylines that elevate. Well, anything. hang on. Let's name. The, how about this one? Let's name the top four. I'll take the top four on SmackDown. Who were the top yeah. four on Raw from that match? Uh, Roman, Seth, yeah, Miz, um, Bra- Braun. No, Miz no, Braun. I wouldn't put Miz <laughs> in top four. Um, okay. Braun and uh, uh, Finn. Okay, I'll take Kevin. I'll take AJ. Uh, was Cena in it? No. no. Um, yeah, I'm not counting yeah, Cena. Maybe not. Maybe yeah. not. Baron Corbin Braun, and Ziggler. Braun is. <laughs> hang on, no, those guys are horrible. Braun, the Braun part is what really hurts this argument. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're all guys of similar size. So I could put Sammy in there. He's red hot. I could put Kevin in. I could put AJ against my opinion, the Rollins, the Finn Balors, but I can't against Braun. Yeah. yeah. I think putting Miz back on SmackDown would do more than putting Finn on SmackDown. Putting oh, Finn ah, on SmackDown. I, I think Finn for would. The, for the be, show. Yeah, yeah, for the but, show. But for their career, I think this is better for Finn to go to SmackDown. Absolutely. What, what, right. He'll, he'll be the guy, right? Mm-hmm. Or one of yeah. them. Yeah, and Miz is still doing, still doing great on Raw, whereas Finn is lost, lost in the shuffle. No, I agree. Oh, uh, so what's this rumor that I saw, Raj? Show me if there's any truth to this. I think Meltzer uh, actually said this, that – the tag team facing the bar at WrestleMania will be a tag team that is not currently a tag team. And I've seen people speculating that that means Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt are going to be paired that, together. Yeah, that was PW Insider that reported it. Um, yeah. I don't know. Jeff Hardy's been cleared by his surgeon. He met with doctors at the end of February, and apparently he's been cleared. So it's just WWE uh, clearing him as well. So it could also be it's Brother Nero and <laughs> Matt Hardy. Oh, yeah. Um, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt, it gives them a spot on the card, but it just makes no sense. It's I'm, kind of unless, a goofy ass. Unless team, they do something in the it. compound where Bray's, you know, re- reincarnated or I don't know. Stupid. So <laughs> stupid. stupid. Yeah. So maybe, you know, if Br- Matt and brother Nero, at least that would give a spin to that match. Cause they've done Hardy's sure. in the bar so many times in the past that, uh, if they wanted to go that way, uh, you could do that. Certainly I wanted to before. mention real quick. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Glenn. Oh, no. I said that would certainly be more of a mania moment than uh, Matt and Bray. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Raw this past Monday night did 3.1 million viewers. 
Uh, the first hour with Ronda Rousey did 3.3 million viewers down from last week, which was 3.4. Uh, and it was one of the lower rated Raw since since football season ended. Actually, the, the second lowest rated by by hair. So Ronda Rousey has made no difference at all in these all in these ratings or in the in viewership. It's going to take a culture, like not culture, what's the word? I used to say it with impact when we had Hulk Hogan show up and like the rating really wasn't, it went up a couple of times really high, but it wasn't what we thought it would be. Right. Um, mm. With the him, RVD, Flair, all these huge stars, Jeff Hardy, they all came in at the same time. I thought we'd get at least another full point, maybe two points consistently each week. Nope. And I, that's when I developed a whole, my, my, my whole thought process of Jesus Christ could show up on a wrestling program and it would not do anything to change the number consistently. The only thing that will change the number consistently is the entire outlay of the show. The, the, the entire, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Culture of the show, of the business. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, Ron, you look Ron at Rock. You can't say she's not a star. She is no, a no, star. no. I just mean she doesn't mean anything to wrestling, or not as much to wrestling fans. To ratings. Or yeah. to her fans that they're going to tune into a wrestling show for her. Right. Um, because we, we saw with Raw 25, that was just in January, it did 4.5 million viewers, 1.5 million more than what this show did. And so that means that there is an audience out there that will tune in. Why, why were they tuning in, Raj? Why were they tuning in? All right, because in of the old opinion. stars for, yep. for Stone Cold yep. and all those guys. But, it, but yep. it's there. It's, like, it's not like it's completely washed away. There's a potential mm. there. Um, so how do you get them? Well, they missed a golden opportunity on that show to do something hot um, to really suck in new people. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I mean, you see the post, post-Royal Rumble, you see a, a, an increase. The post-WrestleMania, you see an increase. So it's like people are willing to check it out. You just got to suck them in. And um, anyway, uh, Ronda Rousey so far has meant nothing for ratings. But it's still going to be a huge positive as they go into TV negotiations and everything. But but people I don't just, see her as a weekly person to watch. When has it ever been like, I'm going to watch Ronda weekly? You watch it for the big fight, you know, a couple times a year. Right. No, that's that's how it's been. This good. is the first time she's in, that, she's in that position. That's a very good point. Yeah. And that's when people crap on Brock. But by being special, it, it just makes more of that impact when he's there. And, and so maybe Ronda would be the same thing. It's why you can't judge all the time UFC fighters translating to WWE. Yeah. Because they're not on every single week. Right. I mean, Mike Tyson was a huge success for WWF back in the, you know, in the late 90s with the thing with Steve Austin. But mm-hmm. if, you had, you know, if you put him on TV every week, he wouldn't mean anything. Right. Seriously. Yeah. They, they probably should have done Ronda in a different way and announced that done some setup, had the match of mania talk about, she's training. This could be a real match, not some uh, thing and really built it up around a pay-per-view as opposed to the way that they did it at the rumble and then have people sort of saying like, huh, I wonder what that means. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it would be the same regardless as far as interest goes. I mean, she's, yeah. she's in probably the biggest possible match you can put her in. Uh, right now, well, it's not the Rock. It's not, but they can't. That's yeah, they can't put her in that. So yeah, yeah, man. Mania one month from tomorrow. Kind of crazy. It's almost here. Almost yeah. upon us. Anything else, Raj? 
I think that's it. Cool. Uh, before we take it home, Matt, anything you want to plug? Um, check me out on Facebook at Matt Morgan for Longwood. Matt Morgan for Longwood. Uh, got up my following and likes, so help me out there, guys. Um, and you guys know me on Instagram and Twitter at BP Matt Morgan. Awesome, Raj. What should people look for on the site this week? Uh, I was interviews with James Ellsworth, uh, Jimmy Hart, um, a bunch of stuff. I mean, it's just been so busy on the site, so keep checking it out. And guys, uh, we never charge for any of these, so please uh, leave us a review, help us out, give us a like, you know, uh, give us a review on iTunes. We really yes. appreciate it. Please, that would be awesome. And we'll be back here Sunday night, right after Fastlane ends. Myself, Raj, and Mr. Matt Morgan to recap everything that happens. We'll uh, see if we have a new WWE champion, new women's champion. Who knows? But for all that and more, stay tuned to Wrestling Inc. I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein. Appreciate a follow. And we'll see you back here Sunday on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.